This episode is brought to you by SendPro Online from Pitney Bowes. Shipping and mailing from your desk has never been simpler than with SendPro Online from Pitney Bowes. With SendPro Online, it's just click, send, and save for as low as $4.99. That's $4.99 a month. Try it for free for 30 days and get a free 10-pound scale when you visit pb.com slash TMS. That's pb.com slash TMS. Coming up on TMS, Landalorian Calrissian. Giant blue booby. Iowa starts with an O. How many loi do you know? Waffle House, Starbucks of the South. Got a little opium in her DNA. Poppin' and Sherlockin'. Racial slurs, but in a loving way. Major spoilers and more on this episode of The Morning Stream. When I don't get sore, Skipper, but you know what it means to run into the tropical rainy season when you're trying to make an outdoor picture. Months wasted, money gone, and nothing to show for it. Still, you always bring back a picture. Mmm, you could really taste the difference. The morning stream. violent delights have violent ends. This is the Morning Stream. Hello everybody, welcome back to the Morning Stream. It is TMS for Monday, November 25th, 2019. It's Thanksgiving week. We're in the home stretch of November, Scott. Yeah. Uh, The home stretch. That's right. Five day... er uh, wait, do we, how many days are there in this month? Are there 31 30, days? 30. 30 every, every November. Never remember the 30th of November. That's the <laughs> old thing. That's right, because really nothing happened on the 30th of November. <laughs> yeah, so that'll be cool, because then, uh, then then you got the Christmas month. That'll be fun. Exactly. Uh, and yeah. then 2020. Yeah, two, where, 2020. Where uh, finally we'll be done hearing about politics. Yep, that'll be the Phew, end of it. That'll be, be the end so, of it. Yep. Such a relief. To not hear about politics yep. next A whole year of just a reprieve, really, of all political <laughs> machinations. It'll be over oh with. Finally, that national nightmare will be over. Really? It's just, it, man, just uh, thinking about like, yeah, you know how much you hear about politics now? Yeah. Crank that up. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're we're, we're <laughs> 2019 talking about politics is like, hold my beer. <laughs> I am I am seriously considering going really dark on all of it as much as I can except for toward the end I'll, I'll glance at, at front runners and things like that and then I'll go okay well I know what to do at the polls well I actually know what to do at the polls anyway I know matter I know dude a freaking frog with a with eight penises could run and he'd get my vote over <laughs> the incumbent so, oh, so Bloomberg is your man huh? yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> He is kind of froggish, isn't he? He's a little froggy. Yeah, but I mean, you know, he's he's. Uh, I don't listen, know. Uh, <laughs> old white men appeal to the conservatives. That yeah. might be, might be the might guy. Be something to that. Yeah. We'll talk to. We should talk to Justin about. It. We haven't even talked to him about Bloomberg now that Bloomberg has made it official. Yeah, we'll do that. Uh, we'll do that tomorrow a little bit, maybe. Yeah, we should. But, yeah, let's let's invite Jerry to join us tomorrow, I and feel then like, we'll talk to him about that. Yeah, I feel like we should invite him to be on the show. He can just be a part of it. <laughs> Anyway, it's good to be here. Uh, Scott and Brian here doing the thing we do and uh, happy for a whole new week. I just finished two Thanksgivings. <laughs> isn't the, uh, by the way, isn't the Frog Pants producers group a frog with eight penises? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, when Veronica left, we had one less non-penis. Right. So who are we? We got Nicole. There's no penis well, there. Well, it really doesn't matter how many women we add to the group. It's still the same number <laughs> of penises. Still eight. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of a good point. It's a lot of wieners, dude. 
It's <laughs> a lot of wieners. I apologize to anybody with their kids in the car right now. We're not being oh, we're not yeah. being lascivious about these wieners. We're no, just, not not no. being lascivious at all. No, no, no we're just no. ratioing this thing. We're saying that's right, men versus women. You know, that's all we're saying. Yeah. Anyway. Anyways, so uh, ah, good blood, everybody. Happy Monday to you. <laughs> oh no, we're that show now. Help. <laughs> <laughs> that's bad uh you had an mmfr we're going to talk about later but i because uh, yeah. i can't wait to hear about one of these in particular uh i don't know if it'll redeem star wars fans or not uh by oh, what it will that movie yeah. did but uh i wanted to give a quick update to the community on uh danny workman's funeral it's hard to call it a funeral though um because it was more of a i really i admire what they did so all right i'll give you the quickie here so we've got sure. Uh, to Saturday, and Saturday was a very busy day for us. We had all kinds of stuff in the morning after film sack, and then we had our first extended family Thanksgiving at like 5, and then we had to leave that at 6.30. Uh, or no, I guess we got there at 4. Yeah, anyway, we, we pretty quickly after you know food was done, we kind of had to be one of the first people to leave, but we left to go to Danny Workman's quote-unquote, a.k.a. funeral. Um, if you're not familiar with this, we talked about it at length last week about um, one of our own passing away suddenly. And um, we, uh, I really wanted to go. And also, Tanner Goodman was going to fly in uh, from Phoenix or from Arizona to go as well. And so we were going to meet up with him and all that sort of stuff. I guess he had lunch with Ham and Chamberlain, which was, I think, an error in judgment. But whatever, I'm not going to judge... <laughs> I'm not going to judge yeah. anyone for yeah. well, they're doing. Know. Yeah, I know. I know. Anyway, so uh, Saturday we go we uh, we go to it, and it was 7 to 9 p.m., which is an unusual thing to say about a funeral, and it was also called her uh, life celebration in, instead. It was still held at like a church at a chapel, but instead of being a service like people talking, you know, casket, flowers everywhere, mm. all that sort of thing, it was... Uh, it was very different. It was basically like a giant meet and greet with food and mm. and uh, they even had bags of popcorn and like everything from popcorn to like veggie dish and trays to like homemade um, dessert stuff on this big tray, this big spread. They did it in the gym where you normally have like there's a big basketball court in there mm-hmm. and uh, they had a a table or multiple tables just full of pictures of her and her son and with Jeremy and just all these nice family shots, pictures of her parents and everything. And it was just come in there, hang around, talk, meet people, commiserate, talk about Danny and the impact she had on you and just sort of hang out. It was great. It was great. More casual thing. Yeah. It was really nice. And, uh, Tanner, uh, we met up with Tanner, had a great time. I was proud of all my kids. They all, came without being asked that i didn't even i didn't even think they'd you know they're all busy they all have stuff to do and sure. they all came sure. so that's when i know that's when i think i did a good a decent parenting job <laughs> right yeah when they don't even like oh do we have to yeah i yeah. mean something like this i can't imagine a kid saying no i think i want to stay home and play Fortnite." Yeah. and we didn't even like all they knew is what we were going and they were like well we're go- we want to go so it was like yeah. a, unusual okay. for them but anyway they all came and it was great i got to talk to jeremy um uh, her husband for a bit and uh, expressed the community's condolences. He was extremely grateful. Uh, the the, um, the GoFundMe is going to go a long yeah. way to help them. Good. So Good. it was it was cool. And you know what else is cool? Her son uh, was running around having fun with some other kids. 
And it was great because it was the kind of casual thing that nobody had to just sort of stand and be still. The kids were yeah. just running and there's a little stage back there and they're up there goofing around on the stage. And I just thought, you know what? That's what a kid his age should be doing anyway. So that's a good thing. And I'll bet you if she's looking down on that, that is something she's happy about. So but she'd rather, right. She'd <clears throat> rather have everybody, you know, smiling, talking about her, remembering her impact and celebrating, celebrating that than, than, you know, weeping, uh, all in seats, you mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. rows and rows in front of each other. That, by the way, that is what I want, though. For mine, I want, um, I want uh, <laughs> rows of uncomfortable, non-padded chairs. Okay, got uh, it. Nobody's able to sit down. I want. Um, I'm writing this down. I by want the way. everybody to take a turn speaking, and nothing less than 20 minutes each. Okay, like, all right. I want a 20 minute, um, backed by. A never-ending loop of uh, that Sarah McLachlan song from the uh, from the Dumb Friends League commercials, the Angels in the Arms of the Angels. Oh, the That's Arms of the Angels. Okay, yeah. not I yeah. will re- not the I will remember you one, not that one. You don't. No, 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 no. That's that's too happy. Okay. No, I want I want uh, uh, this the <laughs> on a loop that Sarah McLachlan's. <laughs> okay. All right, I've written this all down. We got you covered. Don't yep. you worry. Good. And yeah. No food, no drink. No uh, food. Black veils. Black. Black veils. Uh, yeah. And and uh, and temperature cranked up quite a bit. Oh, oh you want <laughs> it warm room. and uncomfortable? Oh, all right. I want it warm and sweaty and gross, so people are fanning themselves. This <laughs> is perfect. <laughs> How far away do the bathrooms need to be, or do you want them there at all? A forty-eight page program, by the way, uh, full of photos of me. Oh my lord! Uh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Spare no expense. Okay. I wanted a fourteen-point glossy stock. All right. Can the one framed photo we have of you when people walk in? Can it just be the sternest, most non-smiley, you know, cranky, like the guy, the, like the guy that owns the corporation kind of face? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Okay. We'll do that. Absolutely. We'll do that. We got you covered. Perfect. Dude. All right. Good. Yeah. yeah. Let's uh, make that happen. Yep. That's... We're gonna make it happen. <laughs> uh... No, of course I want like a you know like a celebrationy <laughs> thing. It's exactly what you described is exactly what I want. Like, uh, yeah, like I, a, I want to meet and greet. This is what we did for my stepdad. We just basically we had it in a VA, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, it was just you know people coming and going as they wanted. We have a big line of uh, like a buffet style food, some of uh, you know spaghetti and easy lasagna stuff like that that people brought. Right, and then in the corner I had like a video going of his favorite songs and. Uh, Photos of him, Ken Burns style. Mm-hmm. Gotta love iMovie for yeah. creating that sort of thing. Yeah, somebody needs a uh, you know copy of iMovie or maybe a right. Sony Vegas. You could use right. Vegas. Is that what it was? The uh, Sony product. Yeah, if yeah. you're using a PC, people anyway. usually use Vegas. Now I guess they can all we can all just use Premiere and be thankful we have it. But uh, right. yeah, I um, uh, she did she had a, a looping video going and it was yep. just killing us because it was just some so many cute shots. She was spending. She spent so much time with that kid, yeah. That it was just so good to see that. And um, oh, anyway, it was very sweet. I got to talk to her mother for an extended period of time, mm. and um, I picked her out of the crowd. I wasn't sure who she was. We were trying to do a little CSI work because I'd finished talking to Jeremy. And I forgot to ask him. You know, her parents here. I'd love to talk to them or one of them or something, and and I forgot to. So we're looking at family photos in the lineup there and i'm like mm, do i see that face anywhere and so me and carter were like and we're running around the gym trying to see if we can find the face that matches the photo and we never really could 
But then I saw this lady who was just getting hugged a lot. And I thought, well, if you're getting hugged a lot and she looks like about the right age, that's probably her mom. So mm-hmm. I slinked over there and said, hey, are you are you Danny's mom? She said, oh, yeah, yes, Sherlock. I am. Hey, Sherlock in there. <laughs> yeah, we were totally Sherlock in it. And uh, she said yes. And so then I told her, the, the again, the impact she had on the community. And she was very sweet and... Uh, anyway, it was a it was a good thing. So there's a little follow up for everybody. That's how it went. It was great. Uh, huge thanks again to Tanner for um, not only hooking up with us and getting us all the right information, but just coming down there and you know being there and stuff. It was a it was a sacrifice for him to come down here. So it was really nice of him. He had a sure. he had a pretty special relationship with her. So that was, that was cool to see. All right, Brian. Now let's talk about the world. Uh. Of Monday morning film reviews. That's MMFR. Exactly. The only thing you can you can abbreviate down to MMFR. Yeah. That's uh, it. Yeah. So went and saw two movies this last weekend. It's a double a double MMFR. First one was uh, uh, the Good Liar. I think we're, we're tired of that. The Good Blank. Right. Have we had enough of those? The Good Wife. The Good the Liar. Good place, the Good Place. The, the, the Good. Uh, the, good uh, uh, the Good Star Wars the movies. The Good Doctor. The Good. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, we've had a, a ton of them anyway. The Good Vampire. That's not a thing, but it might That's be. That's not yet, but see, coming to the CW in 2020, yep. The Good Vampire. The Good Vampire. Yep. Yeah, the, the Good, good Zombies. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so it's McKellen and Mirren, Ian McKellen and Helen Mirren. Um, kind of a little, little uh, uh, I don't want to say Dirty Rotten Scoundrels because that was more funny, but I mean, he's basically a shyster con artist that steals money from people by... Uh, conning them into uh, trusting him with all this, you know, with their finances, and then he kind of robs them blind. And so sure. he hooks up with uh, Helen Mirren kind of on a Tinder date and and tries to do all that. Uh, would have been good without all the hardcore porn. That was that was the, uh, <laughs> the toughest part of that film was yeah. all the the McKellen on Mirren uh, graphic sexual depictions i mean part of me is part of me admires their willingness to put themselves out there like that but part of me doesn't ever want to see it you know so yeah <laughs> right yes exactly I'm no there's you. no there's no nudity there's darn it dang it oh, i right. know i know disappointment uh i'd say b um there's uh b oh the yeah. the letter b the the rating is b. the letter b gotcha. the ra- rating giving it a b giving okay. it i give it i give it four you shall not Passes out of five. <laughs> uh, that's pretty good. Uh, that's not bad. That's better than I did bad. in most it's of high school. Bad. So that's good. Easily something. Easily something you can wait until it comes out on streaming for, though. Uh, I would say. Okay. In comparison, or in contrast to uh, the movie *Knives Out*, which we saw Saturday night, uh, run, don't walk to your nearest theater. And see this thing. As a matter of fact, if you see it before Thanksgiving, I don't know if they if they just did it this last weekend or if it's all the way up until Thanksgiving, because it's official opening day is Thanksgiving. Yeah. But um, if you see it beforehand, you get a poster when you walk into the theater, and uh, uh, Ryan Johnson comes on before the movie and says, "Hey, want to thank you all for coming to the uh, the advance." Uh, release of Knives Out movie we had a lot of fun making and hope you enjoyed blah, blah, blah. Uh, you all got a poster when you walked into the theater if you look at the back of that poster one of you in this theater has a sticker go take that to the front desk and you get a prize is it an AMC only thing do you think I don't know if it is oh might ooh, might be I don't mm. know I wonder That's how they question. did that deal did he in the middle yeah. of his thing did he say oh yeah and don't forget uh, 
That last Jedi <laughs> movie was awesome. All right, I'm out. That? That's right. Okay. That's right. Everybody loves it. That's what I hear. Uh, so I'm leaving. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> so we as we walked into the theater, though, the guy's about to hand us posters, and Tina's like, "No," because we both know what's going to happen. We have the we have, you know, we they sit on the the table for like a week, and then we just end up putting them in the recycling bin. These yeah. posters that we get from movie theaters. Sure. No, yeah. we don't want it. Right. But the one time that we don't, I bet we would have gotten the damn one with the sticker. Oh, you never know. You never know, dude. Anyway, anyway, the movie is excellent. It is, uh, it is hilarious. It is clever in its presentation daniel craig as a southern detective uh with his whole oh i love you know, when Colonel he builds Sanders other accents speech. yeah i'd love yeah that. he he nails it and it's a great character i actually want to see i'd love to see a series with that guy mm. like I, a uh, a like, series of movies like your like the perot type uh like detective exactly. things yeah right yeah he's great yep um uh yeah, Jamie Lee Curtis was great. Uh, Chris Evans was fantastic. Well, we should say the name of this movie. It's called Knives Out. Oh, have I not said it? Yeah. No, I, I'm sorry. Knives Out. Knives yeah. Out, I everybody. I, I guess I didn't say it. No. Uh, Anna DeArmas, and I'm trying to remember what we saw her in where we're like, oh, yeah, who's... Man, we saw her in something where we're like, oh, she's going to be going places, or you know, we're going to be keeping an eye on her. Hmm. Was it... Oh, she was... That's right. She was one of the um, holograms in Blade Runner 2049. Oh, uh, yeah, the uh, 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 ooh, I think she was the sexy big one where you got the she... giant blue booby. I think. <laughs> I think. I can't remember. <laughs> I'm not sure. I'm pretty sure that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah, she was the big with the, and her eyes were black, yes. and she was yes. kind of like leaning over the highway or whatever uh, out of yep. a billboard or something. Yeah. Yep. That's Anna De Armas. She's uh, lovely. She was great. Um, but uh, no, such a great cast. Don Johnson. Um, Love Don Johnson. Tony Collette. Tony Collette. Somehow they made like perfectly for her character. They made her. They tanned her skin, lightened her hair, mm. and gave her the right shade of lipstick so that she was completely the same. <laughs> Other than her eyes and her teeth, she was like <laughs> the same color beige. <laughs> wow. Hair, skin, and lipstick. Really, really funny. That's crazy. Um, I like her. Anyway. Anyway, uh, really, really good. Uh, uh, definitely worth seeing in theaters and definitely worth seeing in a crowd of people. Wow, that's awesome. I really like yeah. uh, everybody in that cast. I like Ryan Johnson movies I do too. Uh, yeah. a lot, especially Brick. I even, and I love. I even like the Star Wars one. I'm going to go out on a limb and say I, I enjoyed. Oh, I loved uh, it. Nothing wrong with Last Jedi, Jedi or whatever it was. Was it called Last Jedi? Yeah. It was called The Last Jedi. Yeah, I that's great. I know people. This is a controversial opinion. I enjoyed it just fine. In fact, I liked some of the some of the things it did. It sort of subverted my expectations. I liked it plenty. Uh, so sure, Brian Johnson makes good movies. What was that other one? The the Brothers Bloom. Do you ever see that? Oh yeah, that's Boy, a great movie. Great. Forgot that was him. That's yeah. a long time ago, wasn't it? Yeah, uh, pew, pew 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 years pew years pew year, pew years ago. Yeah, it's a few years ago. He did Looper. I know you have some issues with some of the time travel, but Looper's a good, you I know, it's a well-made a movie. Bit of a time travel issue with that. He didn't, you know, it's not his fault. No, that movie's. Uh... Yeah, we're not, we're not going to blame him entirely <laughs> right. for that. Right. Uh, but yeah, uh, I'm all for this. Tom saw it too, and he's he's echoing what you said. He. Rarely does he call anything fantastic. You know that rating scale he has? Yeah, yeah. He called it fantastic. That's how much he, he called uh, Knives Out. He called fantastic. Yeah, he loved it. Oh, good. Good, good, good. Um, did you know that he also directed uh, our favorite episode of uh, 
uh, Breaking Bad, the one with the fly. <laughs> is that true? He really did? That is true. Yeah, he directed Fly 51 and uh, Ozymandias. I didn't know any of that was true. That's great. And actually, I'm, the, I like the Fly episode. I don't know how many other people <laughs> don't or whatever. I know it's controversial. Right. People think it was filler. But now that I know that he did it, I like it even more because it means right. they were like, we're going to do a special one-off and we're going to have this rad director come and do it. I like the Fly episode and I'll go to my grave liking it. Okay. Right. Right. Yes. Oh, 51 was the one where uh, Walt sells the Pontiac Aztec and gets a Dodge Challenger. Oh, yeah. I remember that. <laughs> that was good stuff. Anyway, yeah. He, uh, Chatman's freaking out that he directed Brick. Brick is like his breakout movie. That Brick is amazing. It's so good. It's like a 40s noir movie, but set in a modern teenage like high school. Oh, Right, this was a, yeah, jo- uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Yes. yes, I totally remember this. This was that was great. Yeah, oh, I didn't fantastic movie. Like he's re- that. Those are the movies when he like he's doing something out of his wheelhouse when he does that, and it sounds like Knives Out is that. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's just there's like nobody better than that dude. So I'm really excited. Yeah. Very excited. Yeah. By the way, he grew up in uh, Denver, Colorado. Nice. Uh, Ryan Johnson did. Grew up who was born in Silver Spring, Maryland, and uh, but grew up in Denver, Colorado. Take him to the. The place where they jump off cliffs and the Mexican food. Uh, I'm sure. I'm sure if he grew up here, I'm sure he went there. <laughs> I'm sure he went to Casa Bonita. Casa Bonita. Casa Bonita. All right. So that sounds good. I'm. Uh, I'm gonna. So I'm. I'll take your advice. Good liar. Waiting for the. Uh, the. The yeah, wait, video. Wait for streaming. Yeah. Yep. And then knives out. I'm gonna take Kim. Actually. So on Thanksgiving Day, we're thinking of a movie, but because it's like all of us, we're thinking about the the uh, Mr. Rogers deal. Um, oh yeah, beautiful day in the neighborhood. Yeah. I don't know. Even though it's all of you, I'd say, well, you, what do you I mean, think? You can't, you can't say no, but uh, this is so fun, and your kids would love it. Well, maybe we will. I'll talk them into yeah. it. Yeah, I just I yeah. thought maybe it'd be too. What's the word? Not that my kids can't handle heady stuff. I just mean like, oh yeah, not no, the. It's, it's not like a crowd pleasing popcorn muncher kind of movie, is it? Or is it? I think it is kind of a crowd pleasing popcorn muncher. I mean, it's like it's like a a brainier clue. Okay, I'm into a that. A clue, a clue where you think you you have to use your head a little bit more. I played guitar for crowd pleasing popcorn muncher back in the nineties. <laughs> was my my wrestling finishing move was the uh, crowd pleasing popcorn muncher. <laughs> that sounds like a very uncomfortable finishing move. <laughs> all right well nice job you you continue to bring the uh the goods on monday with yeah, your films uh, wednesday night we're seeing midway which i've got low expectations for because it's got you know a middling a middling uh rotten tomato score but mm-hmm. i you know i feel like it's going to be epic and i really want to see parasite but it currently doesn't have a showtime that works for us uh, I just found out. Sorry, a small side note. Beep, 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 beep. This just in. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Anna de Armas, originally yeah. from Cuba. Mm-hmm. Um, she is not only in this thing with uh, Daniel Craig, but yep. now she's also oh. in with Daniel Craig in the new James Bond the movie, James, No Time to Die. Right. Yeah. Yep. So they're going to be in there. She's, she is lovely, and uh, um, and she's great in this too. Like mm-hmm. a very. A very well done delivery of a character in uh, in Knives Out. Well, you're making me want to just watch 
Blade Runner 2049 again. That's all this is. Well, you could do that, too. Yeah. I wouldn't stop you. She's a giant billboard blue booby lady. Uh, Dice Tomato says murder by death is not funny. I found it very funny. Murder by death may be a thing of its time, but murder by death's pretty funny. Yeah, like Truman Capote. And it, there's, it's one of those movies where I totally confuse, uh, confuse it with Clue. But it has right. that, I mean, they both have that very, you know, obviously it's a whodunit. They're all based on stuff like Murder on the Orient Express and other, um, other movies of that type. But, yeah, they're like uh, they're like Agatha Christie satires, kind of. Right, Agatha Christie's. The, yeah, that's yeah. what I was trying to remember. Yeah, um, yeah no, I think uh, I think I'd, I'd love to see Murder by Death for film sack at I, some point. I totally would. I think we've talked yeah. about it before. It just never seems to show up anywhere. But we've seen Clue for film yeah. sack, so why not yeah. uh, why not follow it up? Murder by Death was on like repeat on an old VHS copy in my house when I was a kid. It was always on. Really? Oh yeah. Oh man, we loved it. I'm trying up. to remember anybody else in that movie. Because everybody I try and think of, it's like uh, uh, Peter Falk is in there. You got Peter, Peter Falk. Falk, right? Yeah, yes. on air, doing the same voice he did for Columbo. It's basically the same guy. Let, let me ask you something. Let me ask you one question here. Yep. Yep. Uh, let's see. Oh, there's the Wikipedia for it. Let's see. Eileen Brennan. See, I was trying to remember Eileen Brennan, but I thought, no, no, she was in Clue. Wasn't she also in Clue? Oh, she might have been. Eileen I think Brennan. she might be in, been in both. Let me uh, see. James Coco. Oh my God, he's classic. I'm going to tell Guinness. you if this is the so case. Obi-Wan Kenobi is in it. Peter yeah. Sellers, David Niven. Oh, Peter Sellers, Maggie. yes. I forgot. Maggie freaking Smith. Yeah. Yeah, Maggie Smith, dude. Nancy Walker. Estelle Winwood. Nancy Walker. Steve Winwood's mom. Just kidding. I don't know. Shit. <laughs> when you see a chance, take it. <laughs> I couldn't think of a song. I'm glad you did. <laughs> anyway, Murder by Death. Worth uh, digging up. It's old as shit, no though. Kidding. What is this, 96? Oh, yeah, or 76, rather. Excuse me. 76. It's old. I mean, they basically did everything but have the characters called professor plum and mm -hmm. and uh they knew what they were doing what they knew what they were they doing did. Yeah. i mean i guess this pre this predates clue then Weird. it totally does because this was 70 76 yeah so then i'm gonna say clue is like this not the other way around right right clue came later take that take that clue yep tim curry is in clue oh they're saying that i thought someone was confused yeah tim curry's in clue yeah Tim Curry, right. I feel bad. He had a stroke and he's like barely moving now. I know, I know. It bums me out. Yeah, you see photos of him now. It's like, oh man. That guy's supposed to be moving around and looking cool all the time. Yep, even exactly. when he's older. In fact, I think he looks, he, you know what? He's in that list of people like him, David Bowie. Uh, oh, I can't remember the other name. But some of these guys look so much cooler when they're older than they did when they mm -hmm. were younger. Mm -hmm. And there's just, age is so kind to them. And I can't, I'd uh, there's say the, Jeff Bridges. Jeff Bridges is another people. great example. Yep. Yeah. Um, whereas Bo Bridges, a little better when he was younger, you know? <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah, I love it. I love a crusty. Oh, uh, uh, we were just talking about him. Kurt Russell is a badass when he's old. I think he looks amazing old. Yeah. Kurt, Kurt Russell, yeah. 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 I love Kurt Russell. David. Anyway. Bowie. Anyway. Anyway, one more thing to take care of, and then we can uh, play some uh, play some games with Dunaway. Just happy birthday, TV's Travis. He's in the chat room. It's his birthday. Yeah. yeah. Happy birthday, man. Oh, and he's also right. Uh, TV's Travis says Sam Elliott is a good example. Yeah. Oh, well, I mean. He's better when he's old. Yeah. yeah. Can you even, we've seen Sam Elliott young, and it's just no no comparison, no contest. No, it makes me feel funny. I don't like it. Yeah. It's weird. Exactly. He needs to be old, needs to have a giant mustache, needs to say he's he's uh, he finds comfort in that. That sort of You're stuff. Right. 
I mean, the fact that he's even he's in that Lady and the Tramp uh, live action thing they just put up on Disney Plus. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm going to see it. Just I, because of Sam Elliott. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure it's it's probably good, but normally it's like, yeah, I don't really need to see that. But Sam Elliott's in it. What am I doing? I'm going to see that. <laughs> of course yeah, I'm going to see that. Anyway. All right, everybody. Time for us to call Brian Dunaway and get Babel Royale up on the uh, on the stick. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See if we can't do that real quick. Cool. He uh, He's there. He's square. Get used to it. <laughs> Uh, all right. Uh, also, you guys are going to want to call in on this one. Let me set the ringer up. It is ready to roll. So if you call now, you'll be in to win if you just call the show. I hear a Dunaway. I hear a Dunaway as well. It's a super sexy sound. Now this. Hey, everybody. Look who it is. It's Brian Dunaway calling in from sunny southern South Carolina. Are you in Southern South Carolina? Where are you there? Oh, hi, Scott and Brian. North I'm I'm north I'm northwestern. Mm. That's right. I'm up in the I'm up in the 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 crust. Oh, the upper crust of the pie. Oh, I see. Fancy boy, one percent. That's right. That's yeah, fine. South Carolina is shaped like a badly cut pie. That's our thing. Yeah, our uh, what what do we shape like? We're super boring. We're just like a uh, a rectangle with a with a chunk taken a out of it. Yeah. yeah, well, I mean, you're you're basically Colorado with a piece taken out. You were if, if on the uh, comparisons of which one's more boring. I mm-hmm. think Colorado and Wyoming might have you beat. Yep, Col- Colorado's shape is is uh, e- Elon Musk and Tesla's idea of a of a circle. He thinks you guys <laughs> are a circle. State. Yeah, yeah. If Elon Musk invented something called the cyber state, it would be co- it would be shaped like yeah. Colorado. One flat polygon. Nailed it. Uh, well, it's good to have you here. Let's see who we have on the line. We already have a listener calling in. Good morning. Who's this? Good morning, gentlemen. It is Miss Taffy Guy. Oh, Lois. Bring on the Lois Taffy lady. Hello, Lois. Hey, do you ever get sick of that? People doing like the Peter Griffin Lois voice thing to you? Do you not like that? How do you feel it's, about that? It's either that or Lois Lane. Uh, it yeah, just sure. is the generation gap. Oh, you're, yeah. you're you're of a very few. I don't think there are very many Loises left. I don't think there are very many out there. There's like five, and you're one of them. No. Yeah, you, um. <laughs> hold on. Let me. Are you going to dispute this? Um, no. Do you mean a lot of Loi? Is that the is plural Lois. of Lois? Is Loi? How many Loi do you know? <laughs> Sorry, I like that. Plural of Lois is Loi. Sorry, what you were saying, Lois? My my mother-in-law's name is Lois. And Lois is actually a family name on my side. Oh, well, then you've got two of you over there. The other three are unaccounted for. Got it. Uh, Hey, it's good to have you here, Lois. We're going to play a little game with you, and you're going to be a part of it. Uh, Brian will explain the rules, even though I know you know them, but uh, and he'll tell tell you what you'll be lucky enough to win. I have a feeling your husband will just steal these uh, games from you if you get them. But uh, Brian, please explain. Well, that's right. So I'm going to be giving Scott and Brian Dunaway a topic. They're going to go back and forth, giving me answers that fit that topic. If one of them gives a wrong answer, repeated answer, or they take too long to come up with an answer, the win will go to the other player. Your job is to predict who is going to come out on top based on the topic. Today, you are playing for a pair of games, uh, Stellaris and the Offworld Trading Company with Jupiter's Forge Expansion Pack. As Scott says, a couple of great sci-fi uh, trading RPG kind of strategy, but mostly strategy, strategy. games. Yeah, like okay. the especially Stellaris is like a 
It's not a turn-based 4X like you'd get out of, you know, Civilization or something. It's real time, but it's this expand your influence and power in the galaxy and explore everything. You kind of start at Earth if you're a human. There's lots of races, though. And it is so good. And you just get so sucked into, like, the vibe of it and the feel of it and the music. And everything is just meant to make space seem like the amazing place it is. It's really good. You're going to love it. And, and the trading company thing is really good, too. Off-World Trading Company is, like, planet-based, but you... Uh, let's see. Imagine StarCraft without the without the war part, and it's just it's just the economic part, and it's really compelling. You're just kind of competing for who has the most resources, uh, who has the most money, that sort of stuff, and you and it's graphically cool. It's they're both really cool games. So anyway, Very cool. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, all right. Well, so that's what you're playing for. Uh, but before you can tell me who you expect to win and um, and who you want to go first, I'm going to give them their topic. And I'm trying to think. I might actually break the break the rules here. No. Go a little bit different. No. <laughs> no, sir. All right. No rule breaking. All right. I'm going to do this as family feud style because okay. it's it's thanksgiving time it's time for family family get for, in here and time for feuding so here's here's your topic to start thinking about all right, all right. uh waffle house has locations in 25 states <laughs> Wait, this start this is already starting great go ahead yep. yes go ahead so waffle the waffle house. house has locations in 25 states um i don't want you just to name the states i'm going to add up your points by the number of Waffle Houses in those states. Oh, so states in order of... Number greatest... of Waffle Houses. Oh yeah, number... Gosh. Okay. What? <laughs> this wow. is insanity. So, okay. yeah, so I'm going to... Uh, I'm going to keep score here. Do I have a... Let's see. I would do this with a spreadsheet. So I'm really quickly pulling up. Do it with a spreadsheet. Gross. Put it back up, buddy. So, because I think this is a little bit more. This is a little bit more fair because I don't know. I feel like maybe one of you could have an advantage by your location. <laughs> I have a distinct disadvantage. I think you might because yes. we don't have Waffle House branded Waffle Houses here. We have other stuff, but oh, we don't have water. Right, right. You're already gonna you're gonna ta- already gonna take one state off the board, are you? Yes, and I spent a lot of time <laughs> in the South, so I've seen my share of them because mm-hmm. uh, there are tons down Brian's way. But I think he may have a Ooh, distinct yeah. advantage today, possibly. All right. Yeah. All right. Well, um, so the uh, the big question on how uh, how are you guys are gonna do? Number one, Lois, who do you want to go first on this one? And B, who do you think is going to win? Well, given geographic advantage to Brian, he's going to win. Mm-hmm. Okay. And Scott may lose on the first one because his geography Me. skills aren't the greatest. <laughs> it's possible. So Scott goes first. Okay, this is good. I like nice. it. Scott goes first. You're, I think Scott going first gives, does give him a little out. bit of advantage because it does give him a chance to put some points on the board. Yes, so. this is true. So, all right, I'm I'm going to start then, and I'm going to say I'm going to say Florida is in there. Florida is a good one to pick. Good one to start with. 173 uh, Waffle Houses 
in Florida. And you're not going to tell us where that ranks in terms of the most or the least, or are you? No, I'm not. I'm okay. not. That would be, okay. uh, yeah. All right. I got right. that one right. Right. Yeah, so I play this. Yeah. Then I get it right. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> All right, Brian. You don't see Waffle Houses too often on the interstate, but when you do, you're in Georgia. <laughs> so I'm going with Georgia. Uh, Georgia's a really good one to pick. Uh, 439. Oh Holy Moses. In Georgia. Holy crap. <laughs> Holy crap. Really? Yeah. Okay, well, you get a yeah. on that one. Um, how about... Um, uh, oof. Uh, let's say... Uh, uh, I know I've seen a lot of them there, I, so I hope there's more than I think there are. Let's say Louisiana. Louisiana. Yeah. They're on the board with 94 okay. yeah. waffle houses. Right. Respectable. Yeah, I can deal with that. All right, done away. All right, there's only one other place I've ever seen with many huddle houses in Georgia, and that's South Carolina. South Carolina. Uh, not quite, 169, so no. not as many, nearly as many as Georgia. Wow. Georgia. We have we have three in my town. Really? Oh, really? Wow. Yeah. We don't have any. Um, all right, I'll say uh, Tennessee, I guess. Tennessee, good choice. 130 in Tennessee. Yep. Okay. I can deal with that. Very good. Yep. All right, done away. By the way, we go until somebody gets one wrong, obviously. <laughs> All right. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm going to go with uh, my our sister state, our hat, North Carolina. Mm. North Carolina. Good one. 182 in North Carolina. You guys, they get more than us. Y'all y'all sh share the Panthers. Um. All right, let's see. They uh, don't share very well, though. No. <laughs> um... Uh, I'll throw I'll throw Mississippi in there. Good Get Mississippi choice. in there. Yeah. Good choice. 88 in Mississippi. Yeah. Okay. I can't imagine there's less than like a hundred in what in Texas? How about Texas? Oh, Texas. Uh, 117 in yeah. Texas. Because yeah. right. it's than so I thought. Big. This is pretty big. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean it's a huge state, so that's not as many as I would have guessed, but still, you're on the board. Um, that's right. I can't remember if we said. No, we did say Tennessee. Uh, <laughs> Kentucky. Kentucky, Ooh. good one. Sixty-three in Kentucky. Ooh, yeah. any any side data there with how many KFCs are in Kentucky? Is no, this just lists uh, Waffle Houses no. and how many how many there are. No. The first the first yeah. retail walk in buy your chicken KFC is here in Salt Lake City. Weirdly, yeah, it's like yeah. a historical weird thing that we have here. So yeah. here's here's how I'm going to do it to be fair because right now if Brian were to make a wrong guess, he'd win because he like he could he could basically strategically make a bad guess because um, he's got more on the board. What I'll do is as soon as one of you guesses wrong, the other person gets to keep guessing. Oh, to, so they can way. add more points. I like it. So they can add more points. Unless yep. they're already they, ahead and then they just win. Right, exactly, yeah. yes. Okay. All <laughs> yes. right, so Brian. All right. Well, I'm going to go with <laughs> my friend. Okay, I've got reasons, but I'm going with Ohio. Ohio. Oh, round in the end, high in the middle, 77 wildful houses in oh. between. Wow. Oh, it's fewer than I thought. 77, yeah. Not a not a big number. Uh, uh, we'll stay in the I words and say Iowa. Ooh. Iowa. 
Iowa has zero Shit. Waffle House. Really? Oh, dang it. Yeah. Right. Ah, frick. Yeah. All right, then I play this. No. All right, so no. so, so none? That surprises me. There's none. none. Yeah, it surprises me, too. Actually, <laughs> I would have thought. Also, I, I called thought. it an I word. It's an O word. What am I doing? What am I saying? I meant- no, Iowa's an I word. No, it's a it's a O. It starts with an O. Not not like spell. Okay, spell Iowa really quick. No, no, no. Ohio. I said, or, or no, Brian no, said. said Ohio. You Brian said, said Ohio. Ohio. Oh wait, who oh, said Ohio? Said. Someone said Ohio, and then I said, I and then I said, okay, oh, let's start with another one that starts with, with an I word. word, and then I see what you're saying. Yeah, that's okay. the problem. <laughs> Iowa does start with one, but I should have said Indiana. <laughs> Tell me, Indiana has them. Indiana does. Yes, twenty three in Indiana. Would that have counted, or is that a loss? No, that would have counted. I'm giving you know any any state with a Waffle House counts. That would have added points to your score. Gosh dang it! Um, I should have gone Scott ended I knew. the game with. Uh, I, there's really no reason to make Brian go any further, but uh, uh, Scott ended the game with 548 Waffle Houses. Brian had 984. Wow! I could have said Arkansas. Probably they have them. You could have said 44 in Arkansas. Neither of you said Alabama, which was the other big meat left on the bone. I kept. I couldn't remember if Scott said Alabama. That's why I was trying to go yeah. through. My um, basically, I mean, I should have taken Georgia off the board with 439. Yeah. It's double <laughs> any other, loca- any other state. Did they start uh, there or something? Is that the hometown? Maybe might be, um, whenever there are I that many it, somewhere, it's usually it, cause they start there, but it basically won the fast food wars in, uh, in Georgia. <laughs> Everybody wants them waffles. Uh, That's well, right. Lois, that means you've won. That's just. Uh, great well done you picked it exactly the way it would go nice job you're clairvoyant yeah she even she even called it too like yeah i'm gonna call you claire instead of lois because you're clairvoyant see do you want to hear the rest of the states oh yeah go ahead yeah yeah. um so i mentioned alabama virginia arkansas missouri Mm -hmm. indiana oklahoma arizona maryland pennsylvania colorado with 10 uh west virginia six kansas has four delaware has three and Illinois and New Mexico each have two. California doesn't have a single Waffle House. California has no Waffle House. I can't houses. believe Arizona has Waffle Houses. Yeah, How many they 15, have? 15, 15 in Arizona. Wow. More yeah. than more than Colorado. Well, nothing you like more on a 105 degree day than a hot waffle. <laughs> right. And a nice hot waffle. Yeah, yeah. That's good stuff. All right. Well, the Lois, grits there the are waffle great. Waffle Houses are like Starbucks of the South. Yeah, no kidding. Right. Every yes. corner's uh, got one. It's crazy. It's like Stuckies. One hundred percent disagree with what Brian just said. The grits at Waffle House are uh, are bland, and uh, you can do far better at other places. Well, of course they're bland. You're supposed to put your own accoutrements in it. You're not supposed to just go give me something that's too salted by what? some crazy person you, behind the What do you thing. put in there? What do you put in there? Extra extra salt, a little butter? Every, you must have to put little, everything. Salt, pepper, butter, salt. syrup, whatever little, whatever little comments they have on the table. Ketchup. Because uh, it's, basically, it's basically a caulking gun. They just use caulking guns back there to make their uh, to yeah. make their, their grits. You know the grits you want? The grits my wife makes. Oh, man. She'll, it'll knock you on your back. It's so good. Mm. Yeah, see? Cheese. Rainbow Bright has it absolutely right. Like there's a place here called the Universal here in Colorado, and it's off of Federal. It's not an easy place to get to when you're here in Arvada. It takes you know a good 25 minutes to get there for breakfast. Yeah. Um. Uh. And it's uh. Uh. The grits there are like they have a southwestern with uh, cheese and chili, green chili mixed in with them. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. A little bit of chorizo, and it's like, all right, this is the way. This is the way 
that uh, you are you those. are you into the sautéed shrimp and grits? Are you into that? Yeah, I am. Oh yes. yeah, those totally. are very good. Good stuff. Good yeah. stuff. My wife. That's what my wife makes, and she makes it with the cheese. Mm-hmm. She knows. She's from there. Oh yeah. She yeah. gets it. Not the Waffle House does not get it. They're effed up. But Lois is not effed up. She got two games today. Now, Lois, here's the deal, and you probably already know this, but you got to email Brian, coverville at gmail.com, and he will send you your codes, and then your husband will forthwith rip them off and take them from you. <laughs> that's what I think probably. is going to happen. Yeah, he's going to do that. Um, but you should try to keep him as long as you can, because that's no fair. Uh, it was fantastic he's having you right on. next to me. Oh, he so is. He's, he's, yeah. And he's in the chat room. I hear him in there. Is he's he, talking all kinds of smack in there. Yeah. Is he? Does he have pockets yeah. full of worm taffy? Oh. I like that um, taffy. She's checking. She's like, hold on. Mm. Here, let me pat him down. What are you doing, honey? Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't have any on me right now. Oh, that's too bad. Because when we were at Nerdtacular, he gave us all warm taffy from oh, his pocket. Yeah. yeah. It was great. I ate it. Actually, yeah. Yep. It was very good, but it was warm, which meant it was in his pocket, which meant I've been more, <laughs> I've been more intimate with taffy guy than I intended to. Lois, have a fantastic <laughs> day. By the way, in Decatur, day. Georgia, oh, yeah. there's a Waffle House Museum, says Don Vickers. They had oh. to have started there then. Had to I be. That sounds like a Vickers thing to chime in on. Totally. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lois, well done. Give our best to Taffy Man, and we'll talk to you later. Well, Brian, we've done it again. We've given someone cool stuff and sounded dumb while we, we did, did it. it. Yeah, we did. Uh, today, 3.30 Mountain Time, Brian Dunaway and myself will be hosting a sh- little show called The Boop Show, which is a video game-focused Boop. show. Brian's got a Stadia. We're going to break that thing I down. Oh, cool. going to talk about what he likes, what he doesn't like, all that. Plus a whole bunch more. That's today at 3.30 Mountain Time, only here at frogpants.tv or on the podcast, which you can find at frogpants.com slash B-O-O-P. And it's going to be fun. I'm looking forward to it. Cool. Brian, be careful. Don't have your car get to put <laughs> stolen or whatever happened last time. What happened last time? Nothing right. happened last time. What ha- what, oh, my. Uh, what, what did happen? It was something car related. I forget. It was. Uh, uh, oh, clutch. I don't remember. What was it? Uh, you, you, you peed in your radiator and it blew up. I don't remember. Bye. That- and visited by a cat. Uh, yeah, cat visit. Never hurts anybody. Never All right. hurts anybody. We're going to do a quick news right now. Okay. Say, gang, here's some razzle-dazzle news to flash to mom. This news is brought to you by... The Frog Pants Store is almost done with its clearance. Once these items are gone, they are gone! <laughs> so if you want a great deal and don't want to miss out, head over to frogpants.com slash store right now yeah i should make this clear because i didn't in the copy we're not shutting it down we're just clearing out old stuff to make room for new stuff so i got brand new cool stuff to go in but we got a lot of old stuff we want to move out and it's all dirt freaking cheap right now at frogpants.com store there's prints there's mugs there's shirts there's a whole array of things that are very quickly selling out so if you want any of it now would be the time because by the time uh uh, Black Friday comes around. We're gonna have new stuff in there, so go check it out. Cool. Yes. All right, Brian, we got a story here. Uh, you know what? I think I'm gonna give you this one because it's music related. Okay. All right. Rick Astley. If, if this first one has uh, audio, then I'd say that. But we can save that one for tomorrow. We will save that for tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, okay. Rick Astley. Remember him? Never gonna give you up. Never gonna let you down. That yes. guy. Yes. Uh, he's you, no stranger to love. No, he's not. And you've uh, you probably he knew this. because <laughs> You knew this so probably because this will end up playing on your show at some point. But 100%. Rick, yeah, yes. Rick Astley released a sad piano version of his own legendary hit, Never Gonna Give You Up, 
perfect material for a pretentious video game trailer or a closing montage of a movie where everyone dies, <laughs> says this article. Uh, I am going to play this for you, okay? Or a little okay. bit of it, not yeah. a lot, because I don't want to get in trouble here, but... Uh, here we go. This is Rick Astley, never going to give you up. Sad piano version. Check it out. Hold on. Why are we getting no audio? Let's back this up. I've screwed this up. Okay, here we go. I don't know if he actually sings, because I haven't heard he this yet. Oh, does yep. he? We're no strangers to love. Ooh, I like it. You know the rules, and so do I. No, I like it. It's good. Yeah, yeah. it's. I mean, it's, it's, good. it's I mean, cheesy, but it's good. Boy, he really he, he should have done this about ten years ago, right? Like, <laughs> I don't know why I like that so much. About a half a dozen people have done it before him. It's like, all right, finally <laughs> needs to do his own. That's a good point, and there are probably other sad versions of it, right? Like YouTube's probably, probably. rife with this stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Hidden Citizens usually is the first to come out with a sad piano version of something like that. The uh, that they use for movie movie trailers. Who the who's the um who's the who's the band that's always doing covers that's got a clown, the sad clown singing? Oh yeah, uh, Postmodern Jukebox and Puddles Puddles Pity Party. Oh, is that that is that Postmodern Jukebox? Is that the band? Yeah, Puddles Puddles uh, Puddles Pity Party joins. Um, oh, oh. Okay. Postmodern Jukebox. I mean, he's got his own thing. Puddles has his own thing. Right. But, uh, but he'll swoop over there and do a little combo sometimes. He'll swoop swoop over there and do some music in the uh, with uh, uh, postmodern jukebox. Got it. He's great too. Like what a what a voice on that guy. I wonder if he's. Let me see. Has he ever done a? He freaks me ever, out. Gives me give the, you, gives uh, me the willies when I look at him. He has Hakuyachi. an amazing voice, but he's weird looking. Um, he doesn't, but he does. Uh, his Royals is is fantastic. Yeah, he does. Uh, in the end, by. Um, My uh, proctologist. Not oh. Lincoln Park. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> I guess to confuse so people oh. don't get confused and think it is in the end. In the end, what is that? In the end, in the nothing end, else it matter. matter. It didn't even matter. I've come yeah, so far. I'll give you a link to that business. To lose it all. Oh, I think I have heard this one then. Ooh, he's so weird looking. Ah, I don't like looking at him. Because <laughs> he's dressed as a clown. Well, he's just yeah. It's something about that kind of clown. It's, they're playing an ad. No, they're not. Let me skip it. We all stall. He's got a cool voice. He does have a great he voice. He looks weird. Like well, it's, it's you know, it's the crying clowns, the Pagliacci clown. I like clowns. I don't. I don't like. I don't watch the clowns. I don't watch the clowns. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, that will do it for today's news. We don't have a ton of time for news, but we will be back in a moment with major spoilers, and uh, our good buddy Steven Schleicher is going to swing by. we got lots to talk about there. I don't know about Daryl. Did he email or anything? Did we get anything from Daryl? Oh, we did. He's out. He's out. There's no Daryl. All right, good, because there's probably no Star Trek stuff to talk about anyway. No, probably not. Kind of a weak week for that. But it don't is, worry. we got a Monday morning mashup and a nice email, lots of other stuff after Steven. So stick around for that. In the meantime, we're taking a break. Brian's going to play a song, and then we'll come back. Brian, what do you have? Sure. So uh, we're going to uh, some Texas country, southern rock for this one, although it's, I'd say it leans more on the southern rock than actually on country because I like it. So it must, it must be southern rock as mm. opposed to Texas country. Gotcha. Uh, this is a guy named Donald Carpenter. 
He's got a brand new uh, uh, release. I guess it's a single called Graveyard Tonight. It was inspired by a Texas graveyard wedding. Because who wouldn't be, right? Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he used to be the lead, lead vocalist for uh, the band Submersed, also the band I Empire. And this is a solo track from him. The song is called Graveyard Tonight. Here is Donald Carpenter. Hey guys, let's talk about Pitney Bowes. Shipping and mailing from your desk has never been simpler than it is right now with SendPro Online from Pitney Bowes. With SendPro Online from Pitney Bowes, it's just a click, send, and save for as low as $4.99 a month. That's $4.99 a month. It's crazy. Send envelopes, flats, and packages right from your desk, and you are back to business in no time. And for being a listener of TMS, that's the morning stream, you'll receive a free 30-day trial 
you can get started with right away. And to help you get started even further, a free 10-pound scale to ensure that you never overpay. Save time and money on mailing and shipping with SimPro Online. Again, starting at just $4.99 a month. Qualify for special USPS rates for letters and priority mail shipping. Calculate exact postage online and print from your PC or Mac. Go to pb.com slash TMS to access the special offer for a free 30-day trial plus a free 10-pound scale to get started. That's pb.com slash TMS. Experience shipping made simple with a free trial of SimPro Online from Pitney Bowes. Come here, pod. I hate you. <laughs> Good boy. With 50% more plastic. Listen very carefully, for I shall only say this once. This is the morning stream. All right, we're back, everybody. Welcome back to the program. Welcome back. Welcome back. Time to add Steven into the mix. Yeah. You know him as Major Spoilers. Steven. Then. Uh, well, we'll just play it for real. Here. Yeah, let's play it for real. Yeah, I got it right here. This will be good. Steven. Steven Schleicher all the way from Hayes, Kansas and the beautiful, wonderful MajorSpoilers.com headquarters. Hello, Steven, and welcome. Hello, Scott. Hello, Brian. Hey, man. Hello. Hey, I saw a video of your kid doing, like, karate stuff. That was rad. Yeah, he went and studied for his, uh, past his, uh, green belt this weekend. Oh, nice. Uh, so he's pretty excited about that, uh. He did, uh, his test was over three hours long. It's about four hours long Wow! to do his green belt test. Wow. What do they yeah. do when they get to the black belt or the brown belt black or whatever? Belt, there, was one, there was one kid who um, did his black belt test. That one was over 15 hours. What? Yeah. I, I didn't know there was a time component in this. Well, at least for this form of karate, it is. So. Wow. Uh, yeah, the, the kid had started at like 530 on Friday night and was done. I think he took a short rest, you know, like a just enough to get his uh, to get his uh, dailies back. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, he took a short rest and he was done by n- noon the next day. Wow. Hmm. That's yeah. impressive. I, I didn't know kids were even capable of such uh, commitment. That's really good. Uh, yeah, but yeah. watching the watching your little dude uh, do it, he was like all synchronized with his with his trainer guy there, and that, that was the first time we'd ever see him do that, and it was very impressive. It's super impressive. Wow. I was blown away. It left a yeah, mark. There were, and and here's here's kind of the nice thing about it for people who uh, I didn't show it, I didn't post this video, but there were three kids uh, upping for their green belt, and they all had to do their I call it a routine, but their their style or whatever together. And when one kid fell behind, the other two stopped. So he could catch up so they could continue doing it together. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Ah, see, that's great. I love that kind of that's stuff. Awesome. I always wish that I'd uh, done that when I was younger and I never did. My brother knew he came here knowing Taekwondo because he's he grew up in you know Korea and they train the in that orphanage. One of the things they do is they train the kids how to do traditional Taekwondo. And uh, I watched them kick the kick uh, kick the crap out of a kid in seventh grade for pick, yeah. for picking on him. <laughs> I think I've told this story. Well, you know, he, called, he called Matt a chink, and Matt never heard that except in the house mm, in a oh, loving way. Mm-hmm. And uh, Matt t- uh, finally figured out the guy was insulting him, and the guy, the kid, tried to push him, and Matt went off and freaking taekwondo to this kid into the ground. It was amazing. 
anyway. I like I like when you use Taekwondo as a verb. Yeah. Taekwondo that kid to pieces. <laughs> and I was on you the side. It's, yeah. it's never too late to pick up karate if you'd like. Uh, there was a person who went from his what is it red belt to brown belt, I believe. Mm. Um, and he is one of the police officers here in town, and he's thirty five forty. So. Oh, oh wow. cool. Well, how about forty nine fifty? How do they do? I could tell you. I could tell you'd be a little. Their uh, <laughs> one of their instructors is much much older. Uh, he's got uh, all white hair and is a black belt. So. Probably been oh, doing cool. it did since he, he's. Did he start when he was fifty? Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know when he started. <laughs> yeah, I'm starting to see holes in this uh, theory of yours. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Um, no, but his teacher like... his teacher's been doing it for forty eight years, so he's been oh, doing wow. it as long as I've, I've been alive. Oh so. my gosh, that'd be. Wow. I, I wish I. That's what I'm saying. I wish I would have started <laughs> when I was young and kept up with it. I wish I'd have taught Nick how to do it. Although he's in great shape now, so I don't know. Whatever. We're only nineteen once, is what I'm saying. Uh, anyway, hey, Stephen, uh, it's great to have you here. we got stuff to talk about. I would like to understand a little bit more about who the hell Stargirl is because she's getting a television release and digital stuff, and I don't know who Stargirl is, and I feel yeah, bad. So Stargirl is one of the um, the DC lineup of, of heroes. Um, probably most people know her from the modern take on the Justice Society of America. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Stargirl and, what is it, uh, Star Spangled Kid, uh, probably people would know her a uh, young girl, uh, Courtney, uh, who's kind of a legacy hero. In addition to that, uh, she's got a staff that she has basically from Starman. Uh, for those of you that remember the Starman series, both Golden There's Age a and Man Waiting in the Sky. <laughs> oh, I was thinking more like Jeff Puddle Bridges. Pity Party has Je- done that one. Too, I thought it was so. Je- yeah. Jeff Bridges coming down from space and being Starman uh, with uh, that lady from. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Indiana Mar- Jones. Just go faster. Yeah. Was yeah. it Martin? No, it wasn't Margot Kidder, was it? Um, no, Margot. Uh, the other one, the Indiana Jones lady. Um, right. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, uh, oh, Marion? Marion. Yes, Marion. Whatever her yeah. name is. Yeah. Starman was a good movie. Anyway, sorry. It was good. So different Starman altogether, though. Third kind of Starman. Yeah, yeah, no, no. Yeah, yeah. No. Uh, so we'll <laughs> see her. The, this was originally announced as a DC Universe series. But then the interesting thing is, and I don't know if this says something more about the DC Universe service or not but the day after it drops on dc universe it's going to be up on the cw network um which will broadcast it the day after and then it will also be on the cw's free digital platform Hmm. ad supported so i don't know if that that really doesn't say anything strong about the dc universe uh streaming service in my opinion Hmm. if it was a week after or two weeks after or something like that but literally the day after People won't be subscribing to DC Universe just to get this, obviously. No, but, no, no, not if they can get it on on TV. All that stuff is going to that HBO Max thing as soon as that uh, as soon yes, as that, that drops. Yeah. Um, so is this going to be part? It's it's not going to be part of the Berlantiverse, though, right? Or is it? Uh, it is Jeff Johns who is the showrunner, so it's not part of the Berlanti uh, universe. Although Greg Berlanti is one of the executive producers on the series. Okay, so will is there a crossover potential? Uh, there is. I was really surprised. Next week, December 8th, Sunday, I think, kicks off the big Crisis on Infinite Earths um, mm-hmm. event, which will right. see the end of the Arrow show and potentially okay. the death of, of, of Green Arrow. That show Ooh. ended for me long, long ago. <laughs> yeah, me too. Season, season two or three. Well, um, yeah. The crossovers are always really, really good. Yes. Yeah, they are. They're um, excellent. And one thing that I was really surprised about is that they are bringing Black Lightning into yeah. that, which they've kept very much apart in the first two or three seasons because they're like it needs to be its own thing so it's silly for them to do that though right i mean why wouldn't it seems like black lightning 
would be the thing you'd want to bring in as soon, mm -hmm. as, soon as possible to get people interested in it. Yeah. So I don't know. This will be real interesting. I don't know if we'll see Stargirl. I'm very interested to see what happens to the CW DC Arrowverse uh, mm -hmm. once the crisis event is over, which is also really weird because uh, the event starts on December 8th, will run for the entire week across all of the shows. Then they go on hiatus until January, second week in January, and then they will conclude the crisis. Oh, so I'm hoping that the ending or the mid the midpoint is a super big cliffhanger so that people come back to see what happens yeah. uh, next year. Of course it will be. Crisis on infinite cliffhangers. Yeah, yeah infinite yeah. cliffhangers. I would be great. It would be great if Oliver Queen died slipping in the tub or something. Something simple, simple and dumb, you know? Like he's Mr. Arrow Man, can do anything. Oliver Queen should just slip and hit his head in the tub, and that's how we that's how we lose the. Yeah, we'll have to hammer. find out when that happens. Yeah, uh, or he, eighth is when it kicks or off. He stabs himself with an arrow. He gets he gets sloppy and he turns the bow around on himself, going, "What's wrong with this arrowhead? Shunk right through the eye." That's the end of Oliver Queen. No more of that. Guy. <laughs> uh, all right. I mean, well, you yeah. don't want to watch this because it's going to have Kevin Conroy as Batman, mm. as Old Man Batman, in the show. So if you want to see that entire event. It's going to have Kevin Conroy, the voice of Batman, the animated series as Batman. It's going to so, be interesting because he was always such a slight guy, but I guess. Oh, he's slight in the pictures and the promo pictures. But yeah. um, when you see him, I've, I saw one promo picture, but it was from like mid chest up a mid shot. Mm -hmm. But it looks like he's wearing the um, exoskeleton that he wears in Kingdom Come. Oh, I like that. Yeah, that's cool. That weird strata stratus he had mm -hmm. to have on to move around and stuff. And he looked mm -hmm. pretty slight in that comic, so that kind of works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. And, of course, Brandon Routh comes back as Kingdom Come Superman, so yeah. there's a lot of which crossover is, and a lot great. of actors. I, I love that. I love Brandon Routh coming back as Superman. Yeah. And also, uh, Smallville will be in there, too, as oh. Superman. Uh, Tom Welling. Tom, Tom Welling. Yeah, he's one of the oh, other really? Earths, Superman, yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah, he's in the he's in the Earth that <laughs> had a 10-season uh, thing about a kid being in high school and never really truly being Superman until the very end. That's the earth he came from. Hey, how about uh, um, uh, you, uh, what's his name? We're not going to get uh, Dean Cain in there, are we? No, um, his politics did not uh, align <laughs> with Berlanti politics, mm -hmm. oh, uh, which wow. is odd because you know he was on he was on Supergirl for he one was, or two seasons as Pa Kent, her dad, uh, her yeah. dad yeah, Kara's dad, yeah. Uh, yeah. and then apparently his politics about uh, uh, homosexual relationships. Uh, got him on the on the wrong side yeah. of the Berlanti. Here's universe, what so. probably happened. He probably walked around the set going, "I don't like gays and Mexicans," <laughs> and he maybe even said, "I especially don't like gay Mexicans." And then they were like, "All right, Dean Kane, go back to your hole, and we're done. We can't work with you anymore. Go back to your future sport, Dean Kane. Yeah. <laughs> go back to your future sport." <laughs> yeah, he's kind of an a hole. Uh, all right. Which well, is unfortunate because he always came off as a very nice guy. No, it, it, on TV with the big smiles and everything. Sure. Yeah. But I guess, mm -hmm. I don't know. Yeah. People have their own. Apparently you know, it's kind of, uh, I used to think. A pretty closed mind in some of those things. I used to think that James Woods was awesome. But here we are. Mm -hmm. uh, all right. Let's move on to just, we got to fawn a little bit over the continuing awesomeness that is the Mandalorian. Um, oh my gosh! I'm gonna just. This is such a good show. It's so good. I talked, you know, before it came out, I said I hope that it's 
you know, the man with no names. And it certainly is kind of that way because we don't know his name. He's never taken the helmet off yet. We kind of know his name because uh, who was it? Not Taika Waititi. Oh, the guy, the actor who plays the Mandalorian did an interview. Or Pascal. Yeah. Pascal, where he said the name, where he actually gave us the Mandalorian's real name. Oh, he did? I didn't know. I'm going to avoid that because I don't want to know. I want to see what comes out. I will tell you this. There's nothing... It's not spoilery like it's connected. It's not his name isn't like Fred Fett or something like that, right? Where it's you know, where it'll make any sort of difference. Well, I like that his. Uh, I like that everybody just shortens his name to Mando. To Mando, yeah. which makes yeah. me wonder if Lando Calrissian's full name is Landalorian Calrissian. <laughs> my it threw my shortened it to Lando. I'm not, Kim, I, I, Kim... I kind of like it because this is very much that Western that you know the the. Uh, man with no name kind of stuff although it's very much turned into lone wolf and cub with the addition of that one character that mm-hmm. came in yeah. the they're mixing all kinds one. of stuff this last episode had john wick isms in it big heart big time uh the idea that not just him being a badass and kicking butt and taking names but everybody's fobs and all that stuff toward the end i don't want to give anything away but right. that was all very john wick three and yeah, like oh, they're, sure. they're they're stealing not stealing they're borrowing from lots of genre and i love it and i freaking want more of it all the time that episode was too short it was only 38 minutes what the hell's that about come on they're all they're all about that that length but mm-hmm. here's here's the it's thing that i think is so interesting is look at who's directing these first four episodes for the very <laughs> first episode was directed by dave filoni who was in charge of star wars the clone wars that entire series and he did a fantastic job of building up the lore of who the mandalorians are so if people are like I really don't know anything about the Mandalorians. Go back and watch uh, Clone Wars and go watch the um, uh, Star Wars Rebels. Rebels really expands on the lore of the Mandalorians. So Dave Filoni did a great job in the first episode. Then in episode two, which uh, which introduces, you know, the uh, the, the, that one key character, uh, it's Rick uh, Famayiwa, I think is how you say his last name. He's a black director. Uh, If you have never seen the movie Dope, you are missing out. This oh, is a I've fantastic independent movie. Yeah, I heard that was good. I've heard that before. Yeah. And yeah. he's also, it looks like he's uh, also going to be directing the remake of The Black Hole, which I don't know if that's the remake of the, the horrible Black Hole movie that you can currently watch on Disney Plus or not. But I hope so. I hope yeah. it's not because that's a really No, movie. no, no. They need to <laughs> we're gonna they... find out because we're going to be watching that again for Film Sack. I don't think I've seen it since 1981. Oh, yeah. It came out. It's been forever for me, yeah. too. I'm very yeah. excited for how that's a terrible then, movie and I know it. I can't this wait. This last this last episode, which had all the action in it, mm-hmm. Deborah Chow was the director on that one. And she has directed a ton of stuff, including episodes of Mr. Robot, Iron Fist, Jessica Jones, Lost in Space, Better Call Saul, and The Man in the High Castle. She's very good. Uh, it was an yeah, incredibly is, good episode. I loved it. And then this week, episode four will be Bryce Dallas Howard, who is directing the episode. Really? Oh, really? I didn't know yeah. she did any directing. That's cool. It's like her dad. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She's got, she's got, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's got a lot of um, directing credits. Um, she did a documentary called Dads. She did a short called Soulmates. She's done, uh, it looks like a lot of TV movie stuff. Well, not a lot, but a lot of short subject stuff. So, yes, both actress and director. Oh, uh, Dallas cool. Bryce Howard, Ron Howard's daughter. And uh, also, you know, you got a little Howard connection with uh, with Solo there. Yeah, and she's got a uh, she's got a little uh, she got a little Opie in her DNA. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yes, she does. Um, yes. So yes. let me let me ask you this question. Oh, I know I was going to tell you this thing, and I'm kind of outing my wife here a little bit, and so I hope this doesn't embarrass her too much. But last night we're watching it, 
And Carl Weathers is in this show, okay? Yes, he is. Uh, mm-hmm. From Rocky. It's Apollo Creed, everybody. And the last time you probably all and saw Action him. Action Jackson. Yes, Action Jackson. He was also on Predator. He'd lost his arm and shot his gun real good and all that in Predator. He's great. Uh, but, you know, the last time we've seen him was kind of a comedic role in uh, Arrested Development. That's kind of the last real oh, thing you right. saw from him. I forgot about that. Yeah. So it's been a while. And uh, we're watching it. And he calls the Mandalorian Mando. Mm-hmm. And my wife went, wait, does that mean that that's Lando talking about <laughs> talking about Apollo? And it really it like threw her brain off in the way that I did when I couldn't think what Chester the Cheetah was if I thought he was a tiger or not. So you had one of those moments of, mm-hmm. oh, he's Lando. But she's he's calling this guy Mando. Somehow right. that makes you right. Lando. And I'm like, honey, it's not just because he's black, is it? And she's hit me in the leg really hard. And anyway, we, <laughs> we had a moment. We had a moment there, and it was really funny. And she'll yell at me later when she finds out I told the story. Right. Yeah, she will. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, for those uh, of you that really, really love that one character that I, I, we should probably just say it, but the one character that's all over social media, yeah. uh, there is supposedly merchandise that's going to be available in time for Christmas of that character. If it doesn't oh, hover. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. huh. if it wow, doesn't. They're really making miniatures of that or toys and action yeah. figures. Plushies. plushies. Everybody's going to want a plushie. Listen, if it doesn't hover next to me as I go place to place, then forget it. Deals off. I need to do a little bit more digging, but I'm pretty sure uh, John Favreau has. I'm pretty sure that that character is a both CGI and onset yeah. puppet. It's a com- it's a combo, yes. Because yeah, yeah. uh, there was some story going around that that the practical effects people were mad that they wouldn't trust them with certain shots to do them practically, and the producers were hesitant to say, "Well, sure, it'll be all be practical, but we do want to have CGI elements just to improve the realism." And then in the final edit, they kept the practical because it looked so good. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. The light just hitting off that yeah, character. It's so perfect. It's, great. it's yeah. really good. And reflections in the eyes and everything. Now, there is one shot at the end of episode three where uh, the Mandalorian takes off like the gear shift knob on a spaceship mm-hmm. and hands it to this other character. That you can tell is, is CGI. Mm-hmm. Um, but everything else just looks so, so good. It's just it all really good. Does. Everything about it. I, I want, love it. Oh, I want that gosh. armor. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, Bill, you know, there Bill you can get it. You can get there is uh, STL files of the Mandalorian armor online now that you can start 3D printing or do it either 3D printing or do it as your uh, resin print. Nice. Get on it, Brian. <laughs> the resin, the resin print would have to be in like multiple. Like, yeah, you need a bigger. I'm thinking of getting that really big one. Hey, I have a theory. I have a theory about the Forge Lady. You want to hear my theory about the Forge Lady? I have a theory. Okay. This isn't a spoiler, but you notice how she's got like metal horns on her helmet. Little horns. Do you know what I'm talking mm-hmm. about? Yeah. I think she's a Brachian under there. I think she's a Darth Maul race under there. Oh. What I'm thinking. And, and that's an important point. I was talking to somebody last night, the family thing. They're like, so are they a race? The Mandalorians are a race of people? And I'm like, no, they're an order. It doesn't matter who you no, are or what you are. You're an order. No, they're a race of people. They are, they are yeah. again, go back and watch uh, Rebels. But they you can are join up, right? Can't you join up, though? You can be, you can go yeah, in there. Sure. I think you can. I'm pretty sure you can, because I'll bet you money we get the helmet off lady pants over there, and she's got horns, and she's a, a bracky, and she's got some kind of cool red tattoo on. I'll bet you. I'll bet you yeah, money. Emily Swallow is is the actress's name. Hmm. Uh, oh, let's see. There was a Darth Maul dude that was after the Mando in that gunfight. Oh, yeah, no, no. I saw that guy. Not not him, though. I think she is a, I think she is a, a Brachian honorary Mandalorian. 
hammering out everybody's chirpets or whatever it's called. What's the metal called? Jim Jam? Bass or metal or whatever it's called. Uh, oh, whatever yeah. it is. Best, Beskar, Slugs. that's it. Beskar, that's Beskar. what it is. That's what Beskar. it is. Yeah, uh, also, I, I was really impressed with Nick Nolte's role in the first two episodes of the show. Sure. Because oh, loved it. Loved it. I I could swear that that is Nick Nolte underneath all that makeup, because <laughs> if you look at the eyes, yeah. just look at right under the eyes up to the nose of that character. And that's like it looks like Nick Nolte underneath all that makeup. I think he's Here's too small, I, too little. I think he's, uh, yeah, I think he's too little. Yes, no, it's, it's definitely too little, but I, I keep looking at it going, oh no, that's totally Nick Nolte. Yeah, but I could him. see them, A, basing the makeup off of Nick Nolte's face, B, mm-hmm. maybe using Nick Nolte in makeup for the close-up shots. Mm. Maybe. Mm. maybe. But you've we've also seen things like uh, The Hobbits, right? Where you can make someone yeah. look smaller on screen. Sure, sure, mm-hmm. sure, sure. Yeah, I, sure, 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 sure. Hard to tell, but every time I hear this... I get so excited. I know. I just get the chills, dude. And I know it's like supposed to be, it's like evocative oh, of, 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 you know. Good, the bad, and the ugly. Yeah, that whole thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I know mm-hmm. that's what they're doing, but do they know that they are making my favorite Star Wars ever right now? Like, <laughs> honestly, <laughs> not since weird. the original trilogy have I felt like wow. this, and I might even like it more. Like, I'm to the point where I'm, this has been such a great surprise and so in my wheelhouse in every possible way that I can't imagine. I can't, I can't, I mean, I can't even get that excited about episode nine right now. I'm going to see it. I'm excited. That's great. We'll finish that whole thing. But Jedi's and the, and, and the, and the freaking uh, fancy pants, uh, Imperial stuff and all that. No, let's go to the outer rim where everything's made of dirt and crap. And let's talk to freaking Werner Herzog surrounded by a bunch of rusty old stormtroopers. And get a get a dark deal going. Oh, I just love it. Yeah, love no, it. it's it's really good. And I think even though I'm sure that Lucasfilm and the upper the upper echelon at Lucasfilm had a lot of control on this, this feels very much like when Iron Man first came out and Marvel Studios is like, Yeah, sure, whatever, John Favreau, do whatever you want with this. Our mm-hmm. our our IPs are pretty much dead. Go yeah. go for it. Yeah. And he delivered something really fantastic. Yeah. And I off. see that happening here with the Mandalorian. Hats off to mm-hmm. John Favreau. He's not it's, just a great guest star on many episodes of Friends. He's an amazing creator and director. <laughs> and a talented chef. And a talented <laughs> chef, it turns out. For real, though, like I'm going to, his name is currently hallowed in my household. He is like, John Favreau is no longer just, oh, he directed a Jungle Book and the new Lion King and also Iron Man 1. And he also shows up as, what's that guy in Spider-Man? Uh, and in uh, Iron Man? Happy. happy he, should, yeah. he, he plays that guy, kind of a bumbling ding-dong. And I think he made Zathura. Like that's he how he, that's how we used to talk about that guy. But now I'm like, yeah. no, he is the current creator of the finest, most pure, FDA approved Star Wars content ever. It's so good. And don't forget, he also wrote and directed uh, Swingers. So Swingers is very good. Yeah, he's, he's money, baby. He knows he's, what's he's up. He's so money. He doesn't know how many he is. I, I wonder, you know, some people are saying, oh, you know, uh, he directed the best Christmas movie ever. When you look at Zoe Saldana, she is like the most profitable when it comes to what has she acted in and how much money has the movie made. Mm-hmm. I wonder if John Favreau is that way with directing. Maybe. When you look yeah. at when you look at like profit margin, I'm not talking about, you know, great directors like Scorsese or Spielberg or, or you know, others like that mm-hmm. uh, because they make money, make tons of money. But when you look at like profit margin, how much something cost versus how much it made. Mm-hmm. I wonder if he's one of those bankable 
directors. Well, I think like uh, chat room bringing up Elf. I forgot he directed Elf. Um, yeah, Elf, okay. Elf. So they can all be winners. Well, I love it. Oh, oh stop we're it. We're going to have to have words. Stop it. You're, you live on a pile of lies on a throne of lies or whatever the line is. <laughs> I can't remember how that goes. I love Elf. You guys are crazy. Some chat room people are agreeing with you. You guys are insane. Yeah, Dice Tomato doesn't like Elf either. Elf yeah, is you fun. Both, you're both wrong, and it's just time you finally admit it. Elf but, is a know, fun I, I watched, thing. I watched Elf for the first time last year. The whole family watched it, and everyone agreed afterwards was, I don't know what all the hype is about. It wasn't that good of a movie. I don't know. My point is, though, it's a bankable film and makes money every sure. year, sure, and sure. I, so you could add that to his tally is what I'm saying. I yeah. think he does real well with that stuff. All right, let's talk. Let's as much as I never want to not talk about the Mandalorian because I do constantly. <laughs> I mean, it is uh, it is Mad Max Fury Road level of hype right now for me. I love it so freaking much. Uh, but let's instead talk about Dynamite launching Fallout trading card Kickstarter. This is actually pretty uh, exciting, or it can be. I, I only threw this in there because aren't you a fan of Fallout? Scott? I am. I love it. I love Fallout. So Bethesda and Dynamite Entertainment have partnered to do a like a trading card series. Uh, from the Fallout series, and they're running it on Kickstarter. They've been doing a lot of their merchandise stuff on Kickstarter, uh, I want to say, for the last two years. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if you're a fan of Fallout and you want to get a trading card set, uh, the Kickstarter is running now until, uh, I don't know, until the end of this month. Mm-hmm. Uh, 25 days to go, so middle of middle of December. Yeah, I want to dig in and get me an early access to this because I'm all for, well, I love deck builders and card games generally. Uh but I love the Fallout universe. I think there's a lot to play with there that the games don't necessarily get into. Um, despite, you know, some people's sad sadness with the state of Fallout 76. Um, I'm replaying Ve- uh, New Vegas, for example. One of the greatest games ever made. I love Fallout. Oh, well, you know, it's post-apocalyptic. What do, you, what do you all expect? Of course I mm-hmm. like it. But, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, in card form, it sounds good. The box itself looks like a pizza box, which I also kind of like. It does. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, think that's the, I think that's the collector's box. If you want to get the whole thing with all the perks, all the cards, all the binders, all the uh, collector's box stuff, 200 bucks to get into that. Yeah, that's a not cheap. That. No, it's not. Uh, no. I think you can get, like, six a six-pack of foil cards for, like, 20 bucks. How many bottle caps is it? From my Nuka-Cola. Oh. That would be the thing that they should have included were some bottle caps in there. I don't know if I ever show this to the chat room very often, but I have right here in my hands. I guess you can see this too, um, Stephen, because you're on our Discord. But, yeah. Uh, Stephen, or one of my favorite things that Bill ever did one year for Christmas, he made me a Nuka-Cola bottle that you would yeah. find these all over the Fallout universe. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's made of, I think resin, this is some kind of right? resin, yeah. But the way yeah. he did it, it created like translucent, it looks like it looks a, like there's cola in there. Yeah, yeah, like you could drink it. Um, and it's one of my prized favorite things I've ever had in my life. And <laughs> anyway, if I could take the cap off and have a bunch of them, I could buy your I could buy your game for not two hundred. <laughs> there you go. There you that's go. their yeah, currency. I think Bill actually I think Bill actually has a uh, oh. up on his YouTube channel. Oh yeah, yeah. No, that's true. That's how he made when he made these. This he was, did a whole thing. I think this was his resin uh, mold. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you, tutorial right? yeah. yeah yep and he got it i don't know how many out of it but he sent a bunch of them to people as gifts and seriously i just prize this i love this freaking thing so i'm gonna put it over there so i can look at it uh, all right well go check that out scott you don't have to get into a kickstarter if you want uh i do know that dynamite is pretty good on their delivery of of, of their kickstarter elements mm-hmm. although i just got a uh, kickstarter um reward in yesterday on, on saturday yeah so two days ago yeah 
over a year after they said they were going to deliver. Oh, wow. That's a pretty yeah. good uh, long time. It does no, that's, happen. That's pretty pretty long time. Well, I do still, ironically, my car Kickstarter, I have they, all of it's done. Everybody got their stuff except for a very small group of people who have total custom card art coming to them. And I'm still mm. trying to finish that up. So some some Kickstarters just take longer because you, your rewards yeah. were insane. But yeah, years. like That's a long time. Uh, well, this is great. This is fine. And you know what? You can go to Majorspoilers.com anytime and get your head full of news like this. Coverage, commentary, reviews, podcasts, video stuff, all sorts of great stuff at Majorspoilers.com. Steven, is there anything else happening on the site or in the shows you want to mention to people? Uh, if you guys want some exclusive content, including some exclusive shows, head over to our Patreon page, patreon.com slash Majorspoilers, uh, where you can help vote. Uh, you don't even have to be a, a patron, a paying patron. Uh, but we have a public uh, kind of poll that goes on every week for our podcast, a dueling review, where you can say, hey, I would like for you guys to review this comic this week. And uh, the one that gets the most votes ends up being the the comic that we cover. That's awesome. I like it. Yeah. The comic that we cover would be a great show name, by the way. <laughs> I like it. Rolls off the tongue. Steven Schleicher, everybody. He's Major Spoilers on Twitter. Follow him there. Steven, stay have, hydrated. Have a good week. Stay hydrated. <laughs> All right, Brian, smash up time. You ready? Yeah, I'm totally ready. My 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 body is ready. Good. Mine too. This is called Balancing Guy. Don't remember why or what we did or said, but we're going to play it now and see what happens. Here you go. Good morning. Good morning. It's another morning. I got to take a poop. <laughs> Coming up on TMS, Mad Max Hute. <laughs> Let's try that again. But it threw me. I hope your phone's still hot. I delivered it from 1925. <laughs> I'm gonna... It's like you've beamed him to a, a, an empty planet. I see the rings of speakage going on <laughs> around you guys. He sees the ring of speakage. But I don't hear it. The rings of speakage. As soon as we have something firmed up. Boner. Pull it up. 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 That's for the lesbian girls. Yeah, yeah. well, uh, you know, the uh, story of Christmas, actually, is uh, pretty, pretty... <laughs> Y'all are drunk. Go home. That implies that, you know, she's got sloppy boobs. Yeah. Floppy, sloppy <laughs> boobs. Flopping, flopping around. Floppy, oh. sloppy hole. Gary Oldman doing a German accent. He's, he, he says it's kind of Vika. <laughs> I kind of like it. Yeah. I like a wimpy German accent. Yeah. I mean, is he convincing? He's always Have good. Have you found the parts for my Volvo yet? <laughs> they had it all. Just like Bogey and McCall. <laughs> I don't know the book. Staring in a room, little shoe. Mine's all hairy and gross and needs to have a bath so bad. And he's giant and hairy. Hello, practice. Splendoria. I ain't got no crystal ball. I knew I should. And I pooped it all. The more you know. See? And then. The less you'll go. I am the official tiebreaker. Philip, come here, Philip. We're doing it again. We're breaking a tie, Philip. Oh my gosh, look at Check the wiener the on that. What is the one guy doing on the... <laughs> What's he look, doing look, with There's it? this one guy who's balancing like a candle holder on his erect dong. Yeah. Yeah. There's another one who looks like, like he's... It's like he was smoking and then he felt like, well, my dong needs a hit too. So we'll... <laughs> it's, it's this guy who's like clearly redefining the term choking the chicken. Okay, oh, well, yeah, I'll... look at the balancing guy. I will... He's like, well, I use it for reproduction, <laughs> peeing, and holding up my notes for the theater. <laughs> 
Esbo and John on an episode of Core, and they were killing me with that stuff. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my God. That's hilarious. We found this. Well, what it was, we found out what um, uh, a satyr. So, you know what satyrs are. They're like the half goat, half dude. Right, yeah. They have horns and stuff. Almost like a pan or a, yeah. Like you're I'm trying to think of a famous character that's a satyr, right? Yeah. From uh, from the Lion Witch in the Wardrobe, um, right? Uh, uh, Tum, not Tumnus is a Tumnus, Tumnus is a satyr. Is he but a he's satyr? a pan, though, right? Aren't they? Are they the same thing? Oh, he's a pan. Yeah. Oh, I don't know the Xavius. Xavius. Okay. Oh, Xavius from uh, uh, that's from World of Warcraft. Xavius, Xavius. No, I don't know. Anyway, so anyway. Uh, they they're I didn't know all the history about these things, and part of it, the conversation was um, they. The, the word satire comes out of the word satyr because oh. back in the day they do these plays about these like horny goat men and it was a sad it was like a satire and it eventually just stuck as a name Bo had all this history back because he was a he was a theater major when he was in college anyway he knew all this stuff and we were talking about it and we went and looked it up on Wikipedia sure enough it's just like these ancient drawings and stuff of like these satyrs running around with giant wieners <laughs> just flopping them around balancing stuff right. on them right. i mean they're horny goat men yeah yeah oh my god that's hilarious it's the weirdest thing <laughs> i had no idea what any of that was about and he went and we didn't we went down a path on that i'll tell you i'll tell you what all right brian uh email real quick here from uh yeah. davy in west virginia actually he says davy from west virginia no dc no new york state i've moved a lot <laughs> Nice. He says, hi, Bird and Scooter. I just uh, stumbled upon this article that explains why we, and you in particular, Scott, feel as if time is moving faster for you as you get older. And we've talked about this a little bit before, but uh, I liked his take. Mm-hmm. The article is fairly basic, but it explains how, as we age, our brain's, brain function becomes more and more complex, slowing down our ability to process memories and make it appear that time is moving faster. In, adi- uh, in actuality, we are perceiving the world more slowly. It's like, uh, or sorry, it's a lot like a database and reminds me of the inventory database where I work. Deploying new PCs as the database grows and new functions are added, the relationship between fields, tables, and objects becomes more complex, making the online interface slower and slower to respond. In our brains, each new memory that we create has tons of connections with previous thoughts and memories, so our neurons begin to slow down, or bog down is what he meant, with all the information they are carrying. This makes the process of creating new memories slower, and therefore the world seems to be moving much faster. Basically, it's like your brain runs on low bandwidth and, and uh, sorry, and like (laughs) trying to heal your raid group on a slow connection, you get tiny skips and lag and you can't keep up. Uh, Just thought this might interest you, Davey. Uh, That is interesting to me and it makes sense to me. Here's the problem. Everyone always says, as you get older, constantly be doing new things and, and learn. You can never, you're never too old to learn new things. But what you're actually doing, the more you learn, the more you're cramming into your head, the more you're adding to this um, this slowdown. You're creating more pathways, more uh, more neurons, or more more connections, basically. Yeah, your database has too many relative... Uh, what yeah. They, what's the old word? Um, there's a word, there's a, tech, there's a coding word for when your database has... Like relative, uh, relativity, relative pathways, relative, relative, uh, there's a word. I can't think of it, but it makes sense to me. That your totally schema, makes sense. Your schema is getting too complicated. Your schema. <laughs> so my, my theory that there's a marble that falls out of my straw when I put a new one in is not correct. It's that I'm, the marbles are all staying, but now the system has to track more marbles. It has to connect to every new marble. Yeah. That said, 
there's there's evidence that points to being able to stave off Alzheimer's if you keep your brain active like that. That's I've I've switched to doing a New York Times crossword puzzle every day, mm. and uh, um, because that's one of the things that I just don't want to uh, to have happen. Yeah, uh, to see if it can help. So sure. Yeah. No. Yeah. yeah exercise what you got, but it's all going to feel like life's going fast. That's the deal. It is. It always. Yeah. Yeah. My, my brain's just making new paths. Oh, creating a new path to uh to Star Girl now, and creating a new path to the Mandalorian, and yeah. I've got way too many marbles in my bag de- donated to the last three years of, of strife and chaos in the political world. So I'm going to dump those mm-hmm. marbles and yeah, done. Yeah, you lose those orange Cheeto dust-covered marbles. Yeah, no more of those marbles. No more new marbles. I'm not putting them in anymore. I'm done. Because that's well, dumb. What a waste of marbles. You know, keep Stay informed, Scott, but yeah, don't don't submerge yourself in that garbage. Oh, yeah. But I'm, gonna, I'm not going to put myself my head in the ground, but I'm definitely not going to put my head in the garbage either. All right. That'll be on a future mashup, that little sound we just made. Easily. Easily. All right. That's it for today's program. If you'd like to email us the way Davey did, it's super simple. You just send us an email with themorningstream at gmail.com. If you're out there wondering if there's a way to support this show, there indeed is. I tell you about it all the time, and I'm going to do it again. It's patreon.com slash TMS. Head on over there, grab a level that you like, and boom, you're supporting us. Uh, We're going to do our charity thing this weekend. Uh, um, Very excited about that. We'll have all kinds of stuff. I'm going to do a thing on the site that just sort of explains what we're going to do so we have a link we can send people. Yeah, I need to create a little graphic that we can share on social media of our little heart crate charity. What do you, uh, Gameathon? Game of Palooza? Yeah, game, call it Game. Uh, ga- oh. Games Giving. Games, <laughs> games Giving. Games Giving. Yes. Although maybe that right? sounds like we're, we're giving out games or something. I don't know. Yeah, no, but we're giving to charity. Yeah, that's true. So, games Giving. Something? Yeah. Games the TMS giving. annual, the first annual TMS Games Giving Marathon. Something like go. that. I like. I trust yeah. Brian's uh, skills in these, these these areas, so he's going to do that. But also, <laughs> we need to get we need to find out from the Heartcrate people what the what links we need and stuff for. Yeah, they're going to provide all that stuff for okay. us. So we're watching for that. Anyway, we'll get a side up with all the details. But yeah, we're going to play a lot of Jackbox games and other stuff that makes sense uh, for us to play, and we'll include other people as often and as much as we can. Uh, some of it might just be me and Brian. Like Duck Game will probably just be two of us, unless John or Bo or somebody else who has it wants to join us. But just gonna have a blast and it's gonna go from eight did we say 8 a.m or nine I don't eight, eight, uh nine a.m to three nine to three is the plan because yeah, i gotta i guess still gotta go for my weigh-in mm. which i am not making any promises the day after thanksgiving my weight watchers weigh in unless uh unless i consume a whole lot of x-lax right before thanksgiving <laughs> right before the meal we'll just eat some uh some of these jelly beans i have and you'll, you'll oh, yeah, right, right exactly lots yeah. of splenda no problem just douse every turkey leg in splenda before i consume it right on <laughs> i am down another two and a half pounds from last week so it's all going the awesome. way we're supposed to go so very good we'll see how it goes that's a total of 15 now 16 pounds Nice. From when I uh, started, good. so and your and your, the rate is good. Like it's yeah. not a scary fast, and it's not. It's uh, like a pound racial. to two pounds a week at the most, uh, on average. Perfect. Yeah, which is I think what you're supposed to do. So, no massive weight. I'm not going full like, uh, uh, who played Batman? <laughs> uh, Christian Bale. I'm not yeah, going full Christian Bale here. Machinist, right? Yeah. Is uh, the machinist that he lost all that weight for? Even last year when he did the Dick Cheney thing, he. Gained a ton oh, for that. Oh yeah, right. Gained Forgot a ton and lost it fast. So again. it's you yeah. know you see, even see photos of him in for that, and it's like you feel like you're almost looking at Dick Cheney because mm-hmm. he did such a great job of. I still haven't seen that. I should watch that. 
Oh, yeah, you should totally watch yeah, that. I'm going to totally watch that. Anyways, uh, that's it for us. Thank you all for being here. Frogpants.com slash TMS. Let's play a song to leave them uh, with a happy feeling in their hearts. What do you got? For sure. Well, we mentioned at the top of the show that it's TV's Travis's birthday. Uh, ANTP contestant mm-hmm. and uh, and friend of the show, TV's Travis, longtime uh, tadpooler. He says, hey guys, so my birthday is November 25th and I haven't requested a song before, so I figured now was a good time. TMS and the Frog Pants community has meant so much to me over the past year, and I want to say thank you both for all you do listening to the show and chatting with the tadpole is the best part of my day and i want to hear some good old power metal love the show though signed tv's travis nice well sure and happy birthday man um this is cool this is a song called northwest passage a very canadian song Uh, i don't know why that that sounded uh almost scottish but it's a very canadian song originally done by stan rogers but covered this year by a band called Northwest Passage. They've got a little bit of a, like a Nightwish kind of uh, feeling to them, mm-hmm. that kind of drum and bass, which is great stuff. This is awesome. Northwest Passage by Unleash the Archers, going out for TV's Travis. Thank you guys very much. Happy birthday to him again, and we hope you guys have an awesome day. We will see you tomorrow for another episode right here of TMS. Ah, for just one time. Straight tears there it was said to lie The sea route to the Orient For which so many died Seeking gold and glory Leaving weathered broken bones And a long forgotten lonely can of stones I take passage over land In the footsteps of brave Kelso Where his sea of flowers began Watching cities rise before me Then behind me sink again This tardiest explorer driving hard
This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. Ah, home crap home. Mm-hmm. 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 mm-hmm.